I'd like to say I'm surprised that we're here as a country, but many of us warned about this happening a long time ago, and here we are. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Liberty Before Lipstick. I'm your host, Amanda Ensing. I hope everyone is doing well. You know, I'm going to be super just vulnerable right now. I didn't feel like coming on and doing a podcast today, um, not because I don't want to talk, but because it has just been one of those weeks. Like, can I be just one-on-one with you guys for a minute? It's been one of those weeks where I'm just so fed up. I'm so exhausted from all of the nonsense, all of the arguing, the fighting, just the propaganda and the noise and all the craziness happening. Like if there's ever been a time I wanted to live off grid, it's now. Like I would just love to sell everything and move off grid on an island or a beautiful piece of land and just not have to worry about the system. I'm so tired of how corrupt our system is. And then I was like, you know what? I'm not going to let the enemy wear me out because it's in those times when you just don't feel like it. And and listen, you have to listen to your body and your mind. Don't get me wrong, but the Lord refills us. And whenever we can't walk, he carries us. So one of the biggest things I want to talk about is the baby formula shortage. I feel like it just came out of nowhere. Um, I haven't really been on social media that much this week. I've been doing a lot of stuff behind the scenes and just kind of having a little bit of a social media detox and just focusing on on things that I have to get done. How does it make sense that parents can't find formula for their babies, but we're sending $40 billion to fight another country's war? What? So just another $40 billion to Ukraine, but you know, who cares about, about babies in America? It's always America last. It's always America last. And if anyone is arguing, saying that, oh, well, it's fine. Like they're in war. We're not at war. Yes, we are. America is crumbling from the inside. Only in Biden's America will U.S. taxpayer dollars go to every other country but our own. Go to migrants coming into the country illegally, benefit them, but not our own. I actually just saw an article about an hour ago, and the article is claiming, it was on Breitbart, it's claiming that illegal immigrants are receiving pallets of baby formula. So people coming into the country illegally get taken care of before its own citizens. No serious country would act this way. There's no country in the entire world that would do this except for America. I saw another tweet, and it was from the Ursula Processing Center at the U.S. border. Shelves and pallets packed with baby formula. And the picture next to it were empty shelves in an American grocery store for the people. It's just crazy. But you know what? You know what I will say? And I posted about this on my Instagram. Parents should take this as an opportunity to research other ways to nourish your babies. I know not every mother breastfeeds. I know there's also adoption and, you know, there's a lot of cases where mothers, parents, single dads, whatever it is, need other ways to feed their babies. I understand. But use this as a wake-up call to not depend on the system. I mean, I don't have kids, but when my niece was born, I started really going down the rabbit hole of baby formula, diapers, baby products, and learning how toxic the system is, but most parents 
don't realize it. I think it's gaining traction and an awareness. I'll go over a few little things today and you can take it from there and do your own research. If you don't know how to research, you've already lost. I get DMs every single day. How do I research? How You have to learn how to do it. No one taught me how to do it. If you can read, you can research. If you can't read, go to Rumble, go online and start watching videos of people teaching you the information that you are seeking. Discern it, pray about it. Don't just go based off one person. Do your own research. If you want to be free, you have to learn how to survive without relying on the system. And this isn't easy. I've been, you know, making the transition myself the last year or so. And it's very difficult because we depend, most of us depend on the system for a lot of stuff. And if they control the food, they control the people. And isn't it weird how just right after the Supreme Court announces they're going to strike down Roe v. Wade, all of a sudden you can't find baby formula. Like what? (laughs) What is going on? Speaking of that, before getting off topic, I saw someone post and they were like, If you want to see if Planned Parenthood really supports babies, take your baby to Planned Parenthood. Ask them for formula. Ask them for money to help you pay your bills. Ask them for resources. I was watching a video a few weeks ago, and it was claiming that about 70 years ago, 95% of people in America were farmers or grew their own food. And what's the estimated number of farmers now in America? 5% or less than 5%. I posted this as well, and I had some people tell me it was 3%. So I don't know. It's still scary either way. If everyone had a garden in their front yard, if you're an apartment complex, if apartment complexes had like a community garden, we wouldn't be struggling as much with the impacts of inflation on food because we would be self-sustained. Even me not being a mother, it puts chills down my spine to think that I'm reliant on a grocery store to feed my baby. So take this opportunity, parents, if you're going through this, and I'm praying for you. I can't imagine how scary it is. I mean, you have to feed your babies, and if they're relying on formula and you can't find formula. What I'm reading and learning, there are so many other options out there. You have to research for yourself, and this isn't something that I can do for you or tell you. You have to do what's right for your family and research for yourself. But, you know, there are breast milk banks. I've seen a lot of people showing, like, formula recipes from the 60s, which – I guarantee are a lot better than the formulas that they make now. And, you know, some people say, oh, the 60s weren't a good time. Well, I mean, kids in the 60s were a lot healthier than they are now. You know, we like to say we're so advanced and we're so technologically advanced. But if we're so advanced, why are we more sick and dying earlier than less advanced civilizations or so we're told? Why is that? I mean, we're the most medicated, vaccinated population, yet we are the sickest. We're the most ill and the most diseased. Anyways, that's a whole nother topic. So start looking up ways that you can feed your baby. I want to briefly go into a few just topics about baby formula. So if you've never gone down the rabbit hole of our food system, do it immediately. Do it now. Don't wait. Run. Don't walk. Once you start learning about the food system, it's just something you see it everywhere. When when your eyes are awake to how toxic our food system is, especially compared to other countries, your eyes are just like, I mean, I just got goosebumps right now. <laughs> you you see it everywhere. Like I hate going to the grocery store. I used to love going to the grocery store. I can't stand going to the grocery store anymore. 
um, because most of the food there just is is not good. If it has a box and a marketing department or a bag and a marketing department, it's most likely not good for you. When I go to the grocery store, I really just go for produce if I need. I try to buy small amounts, um, milk, bread sometimes, and butter, like just a few little things here or there, um, sparkling water because I love Topo Chico. It's my favorite, uh, stuff like that. But usually we go to the farmer's markets during the week and we get local meat and local produce, local eggs, real cheese. And the price really isn't that much more expensive. Like the eggs here are usually about $3 a dozen. So let's talk about baby formula. I found this chart of European baby formula versus American baby formula. European baby formula has organic fertilizers, malamin or additives are banned, organic vitamins and minerals, goat milk and A2 milk options, gluten-free, lactose-based carbs, no GMOs ever, synthetic nutrients are banned, strict preservative regulations, and no heavily processed ingredients. Okay, now let's look at American baby formula. Heavy metals, which is why I do TRS. I'll talk about that in a second. Preservatives, soy, mineral oil, which literally goes in cars. It's in a lot of skincare too, disgusting. Gluten, GMOs, faux iron, melamin, which again was banned in Europe, corn syrup added, sugar, and synthetic nutrients. Literally a bunch of plastic. I've seen so many videos, and they're scary, of people pulling out rocks and metal from their baby formulas and baby food with a magnet. It's disgusting. Heavy metals, I do TRS. I'll have the link in the description of this podcast if you want to use my link if you decide to check it out. I have a whole TRS highlight on my Instagram. TRS Heavy Metal Detox helps to remove over 80,000 toxins and heavy metals. I've been doing it, I think it's been a year and a half now, and it's it's just great. I know a lot of moms that use it on their babies, um, that use it on them, their kids, and you just spray it in your mouth. You can also spray it topically. It tastes like water, so zero taste, and it's just a few sprays a day. So check out my TRS highlight, but I just thought of it when I saw the heavy metals in here. It's just insane. You don't realize how much heavy metals affect your body until you detox from them. Everything the enemy means for bad, God turns for good every single time. And the first thing I thought when I saw this formula was, all right, so now that we need to start thinking of alternatives, ways to come together as a nation, as a community, and figure out ways to get, you know, formula recipes, you know, farmers stepping up, whatever it is. Parents are going to be thinking twice now because I would imagine this is traumatizing for parents trying to feed their kids. They're like, well, well, now what? You know, we have to feed our babies. There's been a lot of stuff going around on Instagram with recipes, you know, using goat's milk, raw cow's milk, all kinds of of different things. And as soon as I went to do a little research on the baby formula shortage, all the fact checks popped up. Why? You shouldn't be making your own baby formula. Why? It's dangerous. In my experience, it's usually always opposite of these fact checks are true. So if they're really putting all the marketing behind it, just just think about it. Um, do a little research into the formula you've been giving your baby. And I know it might be scary to do so because you've already been feeding them something, but it's better to know now than to keep giving them something that might have heavy metals, synthetics, What I looked at as well, a lot of baby formulas have soybean oil, safflower oil, sunflower oil, corn oil. These are all inflammatory 
oils to the gut and the gut is directly connected to the brain. So these oils can cause massive digestive issues. Um, My niece, when she tried to use a formula once, she was so gassy and we were like, okay, never again. Like she, she couldn't take it. Do yourself another favor. Do some research into how many lawsuits there are against baby formula companies. And note how many of the lawsuits are citing digestive problems, like permanent digestive problems from the baby formula. Look into it. Just because something's been accepted in society for a long time doesn't mean it's good, doesn't mean it's the best way. Just because, you know, these formulas are being sold at stores doesn't mean they're good. So take this as a chance to maybe look a little bit further and see if there's anything better for your baby and something that can be more sustainable for you in the long run to where you don't have to rely on the system because I don't know what's going to happen next, but my opinion is it's going to get a lot worse. I've been seeing a lot of gas stations here running out of gas. Um, I read that we're potentially going to run out of diesel, which means truck drivers won't be able to deliver things. I've been talking about food shortages for months since like last summer, fall. I've been talking about food shortages and no one wants to believe it. Our grocery stores have run out of food so many times. I've never seen this in my entire life. And I'm in Tennessee, you know, I'm not even in a really densely populated city, even though everyone's moving here, but that's neither here nor there. If you're paying attention to the world stage and geopolitics and seeing, okay, so, you know, we're not getting gas from Russia, supposedly. Then you have the Biden administration canceling a massive oil and gas lease sale. So the Biden administration halted the potential to drill for oil in over a million acres in Alaska, along with two lease sales in the Gulf of Mexico. We have the resources to pump all of our own oil. I believe in North Dakota alone, we could make up for what we are not getting from Russia anymore. It was literally about the same, but again, our government says no. So we have the resources here, but our government says, no, you just need to pay more and we're gonna tax you more. And now with inflation, if you don't know how inflation works, Whatever the percentage is, like let's say inflation is 10%, if you have not received at least a 10% raise at your job, you are experiencing a 10% cut because your money is worth 10% less. So you're working the same hours, but you're getting paid less because the dollar is not worth as much. So instead of alleviating inflation by one, getting all of our resources here being energy independent, and two, figuring out what the Fed's doing because they've printed most of the dollars in circulation since 2020, which is insane. Look that up as well. I think it's 90% of all dollars in circulation. They're just printing, 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 reverse repo, printing. Check it out. Everything just keeps getting worse, and a lot of people aren't paying attention. I mean, they're just learning TikTok dances, wanting to do what's trending, like The thing about America is we're not allowed to see how bad it is. You have to seek it out because if people really knew how bad it was, one, we would all unite against the corrupt establishment and system. And two, we wouldn't leave these people in power who are destroying our country because America is for the people, by the people. However, a lot of Americans have been so asleep the last couple decades that It's been the government doing whatever they want, you know, their handlers, their puppet masters, having them do whatever they want. But in the last couple of years, especially since Trump came into office, 
he kind of pulled back the curtain and said, look at all this, this is happening, America. I've never seen someone attacked so harshly in the media than Trump. And that's one of the things that woke me up to being like, well, what's, what's really going on with this guy? Like, why do they hate him so much? It's time for Americans to wake up, start seeing what's happening. It's literally infiltration, not invasion. Because America is a country that could only be taken down from the inside, in my opinion. And we're witnessing it. This is something that's perhaps been in the works for a long time. I mean, it feels like Biden's just picking up where Obama left off. And I had started working for myself when Obama was still in office. And as an individual working for herself, it was so hard from Obamacare, which was a disaster. I remember paying $300 a month for Obamacare and it came with no vision and no dental. And my deductible was like $7,000. I got one of the, the lowest packages because I don't ever go to the doctor. But if you didn't have Obamacare, you had to pay thousands of dollars at the end of the year in penalties, which when I lived in California, they kept changing the rules. Like Trump took Obamacare out, but California decided to keep it. And because of that, everyone who owned their own business who didn't have Obamacare then had to pay thousands of dollars in penalties. It's such a corrupt, broken system. It's not for the benefit of the people. So everything right now is just a complete mess. And then we have all of the Roe v. Wade stuff going on. I saw an anti-abortion organization who fights to you know protect lives and, and help mothers and stuff. People threw Molotov cocktails and burned down or burned the inside of their office. And then the White House does nothing about it because they're not conservatives. They're liberals. It's the same thing as like summer of 2020. We saw all of the rioting, all of the looting, all of the theft, all of the burning down, but it was fine. It was mostly peaceful. If this was conservatives, it would have been called an insurrection. But then Jen Psaki and the White House, they just say, oh, well, we understand the outrage, but we want it to be peaceful. They've done nothing. We're heading quicker and quicker to a society with no peace, no sort of justice and order whatsoever. And it's all brought about by the left, like the far left. There is no way you could have voted for Biden and not realized what's happening right now and not been like, you know what, I think I made the wrong choice. What's happening in America right now is affecting everyone. I don't care if you make $1,000 a year or $100 million a year. This is affecting everyone. You cannot logically look at what's happening in America, have two brain cells to spark off each other so you can think about it for a second and think that we're living in a healthy economy. And people want to say, oh, it's just from Trump and the pandemic. It bleeds over. That's not how it works. People need to understand economics. That is not how it works. People don't even understand that the Federal Reserve is not a federal building or a federal entity. It's a private entity. These people don't know the first thing about our system, but they're the loudest. I'm just waiting for all of the celebrities and influencers to pay up and give us gas money, groceries, the difference from inflation, and give us back a once thriving country because they're all pretty quiet now. They're all quiet, learning their TikTok dances, acting like nothing has happened. I'm just curious, people that know what's going on and have realized, do they still follow people like that? I just, it, it feels like we're living in two different worlds. Do you know what I mean? 
it's like we're living in the world now where you're seeing what's happening, but some people are still living in 2019 thinking that nothing's going on. It's like your house is burning down and you're sitting down in the kitchen drinking a cup of coffee saying, it's fine. It's not fine. It's really not. And you know, on top of everything, you then have to worry about getting deleted off the internet if you say something that media giants don't like, the big tech doesn't like. And social media has become the public square. So it's where people come, it's where people run their businesses. Um, and, you know, most of the time people were just afraid to say anything because, I mean, maybe because of hate sometimes, I'm sure, but because they think they're going to get deleted. How many people have you seen be censored or deleted off the internet for really no reason, <laughs> for freedom of speech? I think the season that we're going in, people need to realize and recognize and own their God-given freedom because the Constitution doesn't give you rights or give you freedom. It protects your God-given freedom. It's inspired by God's law. You can't say it comes from yourself. From what? Everyone is different. Everyone thinks differently. Everyone has a unique set of DNA, a unique mind. How would morals come from ourselves? And this country just keeps drifting further and further from truth, from biblical truth. We're just spiraling into hyperinflation, into a recession. I mean, it's really scary. And it's kind of like watching a train coming really fast, but no one sees that it's coming. And it's like you're screaming, but no one's even batting an eye. They're not turning their head. They're caring about on their conversations. And it really is sad. Like it really does make me sad because you don't realize what you have until it's gone. And a lot of people aren't going to realize until America is just a shadow of what it used to be. And even other countries, like we aren't taken seriously on a world stage. I don't blame other countries. The president on paper doesn't know where he is half the time, can't put a whole sentence together. If you think out of everyone in America, that was your best bet. Like people hated Trump so much, they were willing to put a vegetable in office to destroy this country because that's how much they hated Trump. And if you ask them why they hated Trump, it was just a list of edited, cut together CNN clips of making him look like this way or that way or racist or whatever they called him. I mean, it's, it's manufactured emotion. Again, I say this all the time, you have to think of scripture. God says, guard your heart for everything flows from it. Don't lean on your own understanding, but trust the Lord. Your heart is fleeting. It will trick you. And that's why the media uses your emotions. Whether things they post are propaganda or partly truths or half truths or not truth at all, they're sensationalist. They use sensationalism to manufacture a reaction. Growing up, I never really felt like I fit in. You know, I always just felt like I looked at things differently than so many other people. I observed things differently. And the past couple of years, that has just gotten stronger where I'm like, I just do not fit in here. But in a good way, not in a bad way. My whole life, I thought it was bad to not be like everyone else because you're taught to get in line to look like everyone else, talk like everyone else, like what everyone else likes to do. And as I've gotten closer to God and getting in the word every day and, and seeking him, it's like I don't ever want to fit into society. There's nothing in society that makes me want to fit in. But 
We all have that inner desire to be loved. We want attention. We want affection. And social media has, you know, exacerbated that because people want that instant gratification. Now they do it with likes. Like, oh, if I get likes, I did something right. So social media uses a like system and a lot of psychological warfare to get people to post content that they want you to post. They're literally grooming and training you to post what they want you to post with algorithms, with AI, you know, all of these things. And it took me a, a while to, to kind of figure that out. I noticed on my platforms a few years ago when I started talking about God, it was like my views would go down. Engagement would go up, but views would go down. Positive response. And this is before I really knew anything about shadow banning, but I knew that they were messing with my content And then I remember, you know, all my subscribers weren't getting a notification that I uploaded whenever I'd upload these videos. I'm like, this just doesn't make sense. Now with what we know, we have a bigger picture into that. But people are so focused on fitting in that they don't want to stand out and be set apart like God said that we are. And it's like the whole world says, stand out, be unique, be yourself. But the moment that be yourself doesn't fall in line with what they want you to be, the attacks come on. In my experience with people who claim not to like me or negativity or, you know, opposition, it's never a logical argument. They always result to insults or trying to degrade me in some way, whether it's, you know, my intelligence or what I'm saying. It's not often my looks, but even if it was, I really wouldn't care. But it's always just like, you're stupid. Okay, how then? Like, do better than that. And for me to care about what someone says. I have to respect their opinion. And the people that come and and come to my page with these things, I don't respect them or their opinions. The reason I'm so vocal is because I respect your God-given freedoms. You can do whatever you want to do, but I'm going to talk about what's right or wrong because that's my beliefs. I don't have to respect what you say, but I can respect your freedom to say it. And we're losing that very quickly. Like, when I see some of the people online, they're just so blinded by hate. And you can see it's it's literally like they're bots. And it's very, very sad, the place that society has gotten. And I thought we were going to maybe have a good summer despite the puppet president. But I'm, I'm not so sure with the way things are ramping up now. If I can leave you with any kind of inspiration, it's that No matter what happens here, God forever sits on the throne. He's not surprised by anything. He knows everything before it happens. And like Jesus says at the end of Revelation, three times might I add, Behold, I come quickly. And behold, I come quickly. Behold, I come quickly. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. The one thing we know is that we will endure until the end and that Jesus is coming and he is coming quickly. So hold on to that truth. Wrap yourself in the full armor of God and know that whatever comes your way, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. It doesn't say in Isaiah that weapons won't be formed against you. It says the ones that do shall not prosper. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Liberty Before Lipstick. Don't forget to subscribe, give it a like, download this podcast. You can also leave me a review. If you like this episode, make sure to review it on the Apple Store. If you want to support my show and what I'm doing, please consider joining my Patreon. It's patreon.com slash 
Amanda Ensing. I really appreciate everyone's support. Until next time, have a good weekend, everyone, and I'll talk to you in my next episode. God bless.